Welcome back to Classy Bird Talk, where we talk about relevant topics. Right now, we are in a 10-part series, Crazy Christianity, and you're listening to Episode 5. On this podcast, we will talk about religion, Disney, Reno, and anything else that's on our minds. Just a, re- a reminder, please follow Nika and Scraps at Scrapadapple. Follow me at Dave of Reno. And you can subscribe to all of us at Classy Bird Vlogs on YouTube. This week on Classy Bird Talk, we're going to talk about fake it till you make it. Before we get into the subject, though, we would like to stop by the Classy Newsroom. All right, here are some updates on our lives. I took scraps to work, and it was the best day of my life. And who are you? You're... Nika! And I'm Dave. I have the lower voice. I know that surprises you all. I used to be a mermaid, but then I became a preschool teacher. (laughs) That's, um, something. (laughs) Right now in Reno, the weather is very nice. Um, it has been very nice out. Very nice. Uh, Today was almost 70 degrees. And I don't know if you know about Reno, but that is, that is nice weather, Mm -hmm. friends. Um... Where has the time gone? Oh, man. Sorry, we have not recorded another episode for you guys for this last week. In Classy Bird Vlogs, we're trying to catch up, but time keeps chugging and chugging and chugging. Yeah, it feels like we've been really busy, like, this past couple of months in comparison to other months. Definitely. Well, that being said, we are definitely ready for our vacation where we're going to Disneyland. Disneyland. (laughs) Southern California, we're going to visit some family. We're going to have a great time down there. And we are very excited. I'm going to eat a Mickey pretzel with mustard, and I'm not going to feel bad about it. (laughs) Not going to feel bad about it? I'm going to eat churros. I've got an entire churro budget set aside. I'm going to eat a Jack-Jack cookie nom nom. (laughs) Well, and... I have, just to let you all know, I know you were all concerned, I have been riding my boosted board safely on the roads. It is still running well. Um, I found some good back roads to get on to be able to ride it around town. It's been a little safer. Did you have something to say? No. Nothing? Nope. Um, and it's so it's so fun to get to work that way. Um, I'm going to be, me, I'm going to be performing... My first wedding ceremony. Simultaneously, I'm going to be performing a funeral. That's a lie. (laughs) That's definitely a lie. Um, And that's about it for the classy updates from us. Now for the faux meat of our episode. Fake it until you make it. All right, we're going to dig right into it. So, we're going to start this right on a 
positive note, we're going to talk about Christian phrases and what they mean. Um, when I talk to people in our community groups, which is our small group Bible study things, I always talk about Christianese um, and how it's this thing that is like, uh, we, we all say words in Christianity and we all know what they mean, our phrases, and we all know what it mean. But other people, like normal people, are like, what does that mean? This doesn't make any sense. Um, we hired on a new assistant at, an administrative assistant at the church I work at, and she all the time is like, I don't know what community groups means. I was like, oh, 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 it's our small group thing. Because we get so wrapped up around words and phrases and stuff that we think just everyone knows because we use them all the time. But everyone doesn't know them. Um, our first one is bless her heart, which I think is permission for women to gossip. <laughs> well, like you have to use it in a sentence. So he's talking about like when ladies say, bless her heart, but I caught her red-handed. That's what he means. So like you can say bless your heart and that kind of translates into oh my goodness you poor thing so like if I went to Dave and I said oh I hurt my toe and he said bless your heart that's a good thing but sometimes talking about another person it is not a good thing that's permission to gossip about it maybe mm -hmm. yeah maybe or like it's also the same kind of as when you say like I love her but so like when you talk why is it her why can't we bless his heart <laughs> Because the girls like to do little gossips. No, but like that's how girls gossip. I love this girl, but... Well, I mean... And it just, it makes you feel better about doing it. Like we know gossiping is wrong, but it happens. Like sometimes you gotta get stuff off of your chest. It's not always right. Sometimes it's okay, depending on the situation. Not gossip, but talking about feelings. But it doesn't make it okay just because you said bless her heart. <laughs> bless her heart. <laughs> Oh no! Um, I another thing I think of is those um, prayer circles that that they're all like, we need to pray for Tommy. He's living with his girlfriend, so pray oh. specifically for that. Oh, the scandal at First Presbyterian. <laughs> I don't know. First Presbyterian, you need to get your together. <laughs> I only said it because that's the church in Still Magnolias, and she's like, we're getting married at First Presbyterian. And we were being Southern. So. I like your accent. You should keep going with that. Really? Yeah, go go more. What else do I say? I don't know. Well, what do what would what would they say at, at the First Presbyterian Church? Oh, I've never been to a First Presbyterian Church, so I don't actually know. I just know that the girl in Still Magnolias said our wedding is going to be at First Presbyterian. <laughs> At least say something funny. All right, come on. Try again. Try again. Something funny? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know what's funny. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot. You have no sense of humor. You know, Sally, I'm really, really <laughs> mad at Sally. I love her more than my luggage, but she went and she flirted with the bag boy over at the Piggly Wiggly, and I like that bag boy, so I'm not very thrilled about that. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly, yeah. Um, love her more than my luggage? What? I love you more than my luggage. Is that actually a phrase? Yes. I don't think it so. It is. It is a southern phrase. Really? Wow. Southern people are weird. Southern people are the nicest people, but they can also be the most ruthless people, and they have a hard time with personal space, or so I hear. 
Like, if you're in line, they don't have any problem standing, like, two inches behind you. Oh, that's weird to me. Wow. But and, we're, and we're from Reno, where we're all like, don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. I'm Reno. All right. Next phrase is when you ask someone, <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I really would like you to, I don't know, uh, can, you, can you just serve on slides or... <laughs> Can you, can you do something? And then they, they come up to you and they're like, I'll pray about it. But what, is, what does that mean? What does that mean in Christianese? I think it depends, but I think it kind of means <laughs> I'm not going to do it, but I don't want to tell you right now. So I'm going <laughs> to I'll pray about it. It's the best answer. Well, and I mean, there are times when you say it and you mean it. Like, oh, yeah, I'll pray about that. That's So, like, if you hear that, don't just assume the Christian's being a jerk. <laughs> but, like, if you're asking, like, for a favor... And they say that, chances are, they probably aren't going to talk to you about it again. <laughs> probably. I'll pray about it. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I always think about um, when... Now, if I say it's to you, this doesn't necessarily mean this, okay? Just letting you guys know. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're making ourselves sound bad. I don't say things like that, though. Like, it's yeah. just not my thing. That's and true. I think some people are genuine when they say it. That's just like who they are and how they were raised. Not everybody, but some people might genuinely pray about it before they want to serve. So I don't want to like hurt anyone. But that could mean <laughs> either I don't think about it or B, yeah, um, I feel awkward, but I don't want to say no. So it could mean several things pretty much. Yeah, but it's just like English, English language, how like love has different meanings. All right, next Christian phrase. It's in the Lord's hands. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> Is that what that means? <laughs> if I said it, that's what it would mean. It's in the Lord's hands. But I'm like so awkward that I'm just honest. So when people say things to me, I'm like, I'm just going to go. <laughs> when God closes a window, he opens a door. Then there's a really bad draft. Oh no! Oh no! But it's true. Christians do say things a lot of times that I think about it, and like the rest of the world would be like, "What?" You know which one always bothered me. What's that? So like you do something, and it doesn't like turn out right. Like maybe you like accidentally hurt someone's feelings. It's like an accident. But and you say like, "Oh, this was my intention, but it didn't work out." And someone goes, "The road, the pathway to hell is paved with good intentions." And they say it all creepy, and they make you feel bad about having good intentions. What was that one that everyone said during our, um, when we got married? Oh. oh, don't go to bed angry. And everyone said it. Every, Every single person. Oh my goodness. And like, it's, it's, it's a good thing to live by, but like, we could have used other advice too. <laughs> like, that was, that was everyone's. But I was and, so... And, I, and I, I'm like, I know you. You go to bed angry all the time. Well, and like, <laughs> the only person I thought it was genuinely sweet from, I had this customer when I worked at Doughboy's Donuts that said it, and she was a very sweet lady. And she was so genuine and she was like so happy for us. So I was like, okay, you can say it and I will receive it and I love it. But like everyone else, I was like, okay, I get it. But what do I do if he's mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> what or, do I do then? <laughs> or what do I do if he eats my food? <laughs> that was mine. That was my ice cream sandwich. You don't eat ice cream. That's true. You don't like anything delicious. Yeah. You want to like make Dave happy? Give him dirt and he'll eat it. Ew, what's wrong <laughs> with you? No, I'm not a raw vegan. Come on, dude. All right. Um, and this is our last Christian phrase. There, there's a bunch more. But this is these are some of our favorites. 
this is honestly my favorite, is when you compliment someone and you're like, it's at church or it's outside of church and you're just like, wow, I really like the way you sang that song. And then they say, all glory be to God. It is not my gifts, but his alone. All glory to Jesus. Where are you going to church? <laughs> that was my southern accent. Was that good? No, you sounded like Schmal Schmolstein. <laughs> All glory be to the king. I don't even king. know if he sounds like that. I feel like if I like heard his voice in a crowd, I wouldn't be able to tell him from anyone else. You children are not going to heaven with that attitude. <laughs> so I think there's like two ways you can take that because like sometimes I think you do things and it's like genuinely like you're not really good at it but like God helps you do it and that might be an appropriate time to say that so I learned something from a pastor that was way smarter than me he, he told me the best thing you can say is thank you <laughs> right, but like, what and if just, it, just leave it. Just say, just say thank you. You did a great job. Thank you. But what if it's like a weird thing? Like, I'm trying to think of like a good example. Like, what if you're like in Mexico and you don't speak Spanish, but like somehow you communicate to the guy that you need to find the bathroom, and you're like praying to God, help me find the bathroom. Like, isn't that okay to say that? <laughs> All glory be to yeah, God. Yeah, if he helped you with what you asked for. <laughs> or you couldn't just say. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was a bad example. Okay. Like, what if you're a really bad artist, but you, like, have to draw a picture of a criminal, right? And you're, like, in the, like, you're drawing the picture of the criminal, and God, like, just immediately gives you the ability to draw a criminal, and people aren't complimenting you, but they're, like, how'd you do that? You could say, all glory be to God. These are terrible examples. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, these oh, ones are not very scraps. good. I just kicked scraps on accident. It's very boobie. Um, yeah, that, that honestly is the best advice I've ever heard is when people compliment you for things like that, just saying, thank you. Right? Scrap says thank you right now. Are you paying attention? Pay attention to this. I am, but Classy I'm... bird talk. That's what's happening. What? Scrap says, Scraps, you can't talk. Talk, Scraps. <laughs> that was me. Um... One of the things I always think about is, um, is whenever, um, is whenever I, whenever I get complimented for whatever I'm doing, it always at first is very awkward and I'm always thinking about other things, but I always remember the thing is to say is thank you, right? Yeah, it's polite and it's humble. It's more humble to say thank you than anything else because I feel like. Sometimes saying that statement, all glory be to God, kind of makes you sound like, oh, I'm higher and mightier than you, in a way. So just, just thank you. God is good. Thank you. All right, next topic. Is it okay for Christians to have nice things? I'm going to say yes. Why? Because it's none of anybody else's business what you have. If you have a problem between you and God and maybe like a person that you've entrusted, but it's not like the whole of Christianity's job to tell you what you can and can't have. Yeah, why does everyone think that they're they're the judges over everyone well, else's yeah. life? 
And like, I think minimalists are great, like cool, but I'm not a minimalist. I like pretty things. I like enjoying my house when I walk into it. I live here, I should enjoy it. And I think as long as things aren't your idol, which I mean can happen, but as long as things aren't your idol, like as long as you're not worshiping your things and you're using them for what they're meant for, like to look pretty or whatever, then I think it's fine. Like I don't think it's okay for anyone to tell you what you can and can't have, unless it's like a trusted person, like a pastor that you ask. Mm, and yeah. unless it's, I mean, if it's hurting you financially, that's your own sin, but still it's probably not really anybody else's business unless you invite them into that part of your world. I think there's, the, the key is to have certain people in your life that you allow to have that say, right? But they so, also need to earn it though. Like, I don't think people should just walk up to you and say, oh, I don't like how you're living your life without having been your friend. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, no, there's something about earning the right to be heard and all that. And I mean, and if you're upset because your Christian brother has something nicer than you, I think before you get upset about that, you need to check yourself. Like, why is this bothering me so much? And I get it. Sometimes, you know, people are in debt and they're spending a lot of money on things. But at the end of the day, that is their own sin. That's between them and God. That's in their ballpark. That's not in yours. You need to let people be people. You're not responsible for them. As the great Donald Trump says... It's the whole ball game. He says that about everything. I'm like, can it be something else? Does it need to be a ball game? It's like, the whole ball game. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, we neither neither support nor deny the claims of Donald Trump. It may or may not be the whole ball game. <laughs> <laughs> it is. We are neutral on that topic for Classy Bird Talk, just to let you know. I voted for scraps. I voted for Jesus. Bing! And that, friends, is how you sound like a rude Christian. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. But I voted for Jesus. There's something wrong with that. Um, there should be someone that runs for president, president, and his name should be Jesus. What if his name was Jesus, like just Jesus? Oh, that'd be There weird. are, like, people in the world named Jesus. That's true. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. That's if a you're... big name to put on a kid, though. If your name is Jesus, we apologize for offending you. Like, that'd be kind of like naming your kid Dwayne, and then middle name The Rock, and then your last name is Johnson. Like, can your kid live up to be the other Dwayne The Rock Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please excuse us for this short break from our sponsors. This episode of Classy Bird Talk has been sponsored by Nika at We Need Better Sponsors at ClassyBirdBlogs.com. There is no ClassyBirdBlogs.com. If you'd like to sponsor our podcast, please do, because we're getting really tired of Nika sponsoring it. Thank you, and have a great day. Hashtag Nika. So we're, we're, selling, we're selling holy water. Holy water. Is that true, Tommy? That's right, Timmy. This is holy water. If you're having problems in your life, you know where to go. 1-800-H-A-O-L-L-Y. Water. Holy water. Holy water. Takes care of all your problems. All your problems. All of them. You got a rash? You go holy water. You got, you got, you got bumps? You get holy water. You got your, 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 your son's twisting his head? Holy water. And it's fixed. Holy water. 1-800-HOLY-WATER. Call us now at Holy Water. We don't actually sell holy water at 1-800-HOLY-WATER.COM. 
Welcome back to this episode of Classy Bird Talk. I hope you enjoyed hearing from our sponsors. Please go and visit them soon. We are continuing our episode. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Fake it and you make it. It's actually fake it until. I was doing a jingle. Oh, wow. I am. You have officially lost the jingle privilege. All right, sounds good. Life is over. All right, next topic on fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Until. Um, until. Do you say realtor or realtor? Hmm, I don't know. Do you? I'm asking you first. I say both. <laughs> you weren't expecting that now, did you? I say renting is cheaper. Anyways, our next point is two-faced Christians. No, we don't. So is this like... Christians that have one side of their face burnt and the other side is normal and they flip a coin? No. Oh. It's also not Christians with actually two faces either. Wow. Unless you are a Christian and you have two faces, we still love you, but this is not about you. Uh... There are like people that have <laughs> conjoined twins on them and they're still great people. That's okay. And they can be great Christians too. Well, all right. Well, what do you want to talk about? You you made this point. Let's talk. I don't know. What? Huh. So have you ever met, like, someone that, like, maybe in a church or anywhere, this could be anyone, doesn't have to be a Christian, but they act, like, a certain way, and you just, like, know, you have a gut feeling, like, this is not who this person actually is. They're, like, putting on, like, a performance for you. Yeah, you do that all the time. No, you don't. <laughs> No, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, people that, they just act a certain way and you can just tell that it's not real. Hmm. That's no. kind of what I mean. Okay. Alright. I think maybe it's like a women's thing. I think so. Because like, I'm not even talking about like, oh, I go to church on Sunday and I'm a great Christian and then I'm doing terrible things during the week. Like, that's kind of two-faced. But I really just mean those people that like, are just really fake around you. Like, mm. they just don't act like they're genuine selves. And you can tell... But you also, like, don't know what their genuine self is. Oh, wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's kind of what I meant. So, in other words, you you believe that as Christians, Christians in general should be more real as people. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I, I feel like we get this idea that we have to put on a facade. Like, we have to be this certain type of person. We have to say the right phrases. We can't say certain things wrong. We have to look a certain way. And that's just silly because we're human beings. Like, God made us all different for a reason. And if we were all the same, Christianity would be a cult. And there's already a lot of people that say that. And I don't think that should be true, but sometimes it looks that way. I totally get it because people try to act the same. And, like, God made you who you are, and who you are is awesome, so you should be who you are. Like, he wouldn't have made you like that if he didn't like it, I guess. I don't know. Definitely. No, I agree. I think that Jesus loves us for us. Now, we do respond to his love in good ways and hopefully grow through him loving us. But our reason for growing and forcing growth should not be because we want to be better people. Well, and if something you do isn't sinful, which, like, big shocker, not everything that you do is sinful. Like, you shouldn't have to feel like you have to change it to be loved by God or the church. Like, 
don't know, I really like scary movies and I was always like embarrassed by that at church because I thought that that was like evil and wrong. And then I met Pastor Tim, who's the pastor that married us. And he also like really loved horror movies. And he was like, yeah, I'm gonna go see Evil Dead this weekend. And it like made me feel okay being myself. And like, I knew like necessarily watching a scary movie was not a sin. Like it might be for someone if that triggers some bad things in them, but it was like for me, it didn't. But I felt like bad because I liked that. Or like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think like you don't have to you just don't have to be fake to be a Christian. Like, you can be who you are, and that is okay. So, Tarzan, you can be who you want to be. What? Tarzan. What What do you mean, Tarzan? Tarzan, he wants to be an ape man. Well, it's not his fault he was raised like that. What if he doesn't want to? Oh. He doesn't know what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what you want? I don't know. All right, next point. Why should people go to church versus why people should not go to church? You should not go to church to meet men. They're all weird. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, people always ask me. That's one of the biggest questions I get. Where's our singles group? Where's our singles Guess group? Guess what? It's creepy. That's weird. And like, I, ugh, never mind. I'll all right. <laughs> this is an honest story, though. Okay. So. When I turned 18, I thought I needed to find the perfect Christian woman. I thought that was my, my goal. That was my goal. I was supposed to find the perfect woman. So what did I do? I went to the coolest, hippest church in Reno I knew. I went there. went there every Sunday. I got involved. I met a lot of girls. I, I talked to them. I got to know them more, and you know what? I never found a girlfriend. Every single time, girls turned me down, or they were too busy, or they found the other guy that's actually way more attractive than I am, or they... Oh, that's impossible, though. <laughs> that's cute. But they were. I was like, dang, they're... that's an attractive guy. Way to fail Dave, popular church. <laughs> so I went to a popular church, and I went there to find a girl. I, I thought that, that was the way to do it, right? You go to the big church with all the people. But I actually felt more alone at that church than I have ever felt. I had to force my way into that church to be able to know people. And now I have some of the best relationships I've ever had before. But if, when I walked into that church, no one really knew who I was. I could walk in and out, entire service not talk to a single person and no one would know no one would know because we get so busy so yeah going to church to meet um a guy or girl is probably not the best idea do you know something really funny what's up so like right before you and i met i was like man i'm really tired of boys they're stupid and so i was like i'm gonna go to this new church and just not care and then all the boys wanted to go on a date with me and it was really weird and i was like Ehh. And then I met you. <laughs> so, the end of my story is that I I kept trying to go again and again and again. And I was in a band at the time, and there was this youth pastor at the smaller church that was like, I need someone to play guitar and sing. And I was like, I literally don't want to do that. That sounds lame. So I went over there. I was like, all right, fine. I'll do it. I don't know why. Something inside me was just like, just give it up. 
give up this whole girl thing. And so I gave it up for a while. I was like, maybe God gave me the gift of singleness. Oh my gosh, I hate that phrase. <laughs> that could be a whole podcast on how much I hate that. I was like, I don't know. All the girls hate me. And I, I, I went to the small church. I was like, fine, I'll just lead worship, hang out with teens, and tell them about Jesus, how he's cool and stuff. And I got into leadership, and it was, it was fine. And then the church, it was a small church, had a small college group. And I didn't go to meet girls, did not. At that point, I accepted that I had the gift of singleness. Oh my gosh. And then this really cute girl walks in and sits next to my sister. So all my gift of singleness was put to the side for a moment. <laughs> and I said... I'm going to go sit by my sister and just casually start talking to this girl. So I did that, and now that girl is my wife. I thought you were genuinely annoyed at me for sitting there. That was my spot. Because you like acted so <laughs> weird about it, and I was like, is he like upset that I sat with his sister? And like, my little brother is autistic, so like, like, you know, just like usual sibling relationships, I was like, do they actually like each other? Like, do they want to sit next to each other? Should I move? Is it awkward if I move now? And she was, like, talking to me. No, I was completely using my sister. <laughs> okay. You weren't very, like, flirtatious at that moment, so I thought you were mad. Well, I was getting off of a break of gift of right, singleness. Right, I'm sorry. You had just lost your gift of singleness. That I must did. Have been really traumatizing. <laughs> and you know what? Every guy that I talk to that's like, I have the gift of singleness... The same thing happens to them. No, I'm like, you just, you want to date a girl so bad and you're upset that you don't, so you just give yourself that label to feel better. I honestly think sometimes God just honors, honors, um, the fact that we, we don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah, I think he laughs a little bit too. It's kind of funny. Well, and like, one moment could define your life, but it could also not define your life. Hmm, that's true people change um but that being said and th this is not the first time i've heard the story my story with that is not it's not uncommon right a lot of people that happens to uh, i i've heard that story again and again and again where the guy looks for the girl at the big church doesn't find anything then they go to the small church and they just decide it doesn't matter and then they find their wife well, Boom. here's the thing, too. Like, guys, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be honest with you. Christian girls are just as broken as non-Christian girls. Like, we still have issues that we have to deal with. A lot of the times in Christianity, they push you to find the one when you're way too young. And those girls are not emotionally ready to, like, have the one. Sometimes they are. But a lot of the times, they're not. And they need time to grow and be people and make mistakes and learn from those mistakes. But, all that being said... When you find someone, you need to find someone you can grow with. And if you're so focused on you and like, I want a girlfriend, I blah, 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 I blah, 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 you're probably not going to grow with that person. So just like be cool and just be chill and just love Jesus and love life because we only have one life and you don't want to waste a lot of it on being sad that you don't have somebody. Sad, grumpy, irritated, whatever. Oh, God is... It should be the most important thing when you're going to church, not finding a girlfriend. <laughs> and don't leave a church just because there's not enough single girls for you. 
<laughs> like, if you don't like it, that's one thing. But you can't be like, oh, man, it's nice church, but there's not enough girls. Like, that's just silly. <laughs> Sorry. That is, that is very silly. Um, now we're going to talk about why people should go to church. People should go to church because they find a community that they have a way of expressing their love for God together. It should not be because you found a guy or girl. That shouldn't be the reason. Yeah, that's one person on the grand in the grand scheme. You should like a community, and that's why you're there. You should a community that encourages you to grow in Christ and to love the outside community well. Those should be key, and obviously the most important thing should be Jesus. And I want does this community focus on God in Jesus? And the Bible as the holy inspired word. Boom. I want to say too, like kind of going back to the big church, like the popular church thing. I think they get a lot of flack um, just because it sometimes seems like a show. And sometimes you feel kind of just like a face in the crowd. But if that's where you are with your walk in Christ and you need that, like if you're in a place where you just kind of need to just go and learn about God and leave and you're not ready to be noticed... Um, or if you thrive more in that environment, that's totally okay. Like, I think there's different churches for different people. We're all different, and I think that's fine. Um, what's not fine is if is if you are in a church and you're not welcoming people and loving people. So, I mean, if you're in a church and you have a church home, just be sure you're doing that because it goes a long way. That's all I think. I don't know. I agree. The most important thing, though, should always be Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um does this church push you and encourage you in your walk? Mm-hmm. All right, guys. This is our final point. We promise we're at the end. And you, we've talked your ear off already a lot. This is it, guys. We wanted to create a guide for you. A guide. Do you a remember guide. Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide? Nope. It was the best show ever. Don't watch weird stuff because I didn't have cable. Okay, it's not weird just because you didn't have cable. Weird. You're the weird one for not having cable. Wow. Yeah. All (laughs) right, this is our guide. How to love the community. Ready, go. Guide. Wait. Part one. What? How do we love the community? Tell everyone what they're doing is wrong. That's a great way. Another way to love the community is to... Tell them that they don't love Jesus, so they're going to hell. You could insert your political belief whenever necessary. You can tell them that abortion is wrong and guns are right. You can tell them, I eat meat. I like to kill things. (laughs) Which is very odd. But I guess that's the right way to love the community. People that don't know Jesus should hear all those things. Ooh, they should also hear, you're not good enough if you don't have a nice house in a nice suburban community. Ooh, you live in an apartment, you're not good enough for this church. Oh, you don't do your makeup in a God-honoring way. That dark lipstick is very offensive to Jesus. (laughs) And also, don't forget... If you're not singing a hymn, you're not holy. Ooh, and if you wear a hat, you're creating space between you and God, unless you're a woman. 
And you know what? Jesus may have wore sandals, but you shouldn't. Not at the pulpit, at least. <laughs> we didn't hear that one before. Oh, man. Guys, we're so sorry for the negativity. That's not our mantra. We, we do love church. We love people. We really do. No, church is great, but it, it, it has people in it and people are flawed. But if you find a community that you feel strong in and that helps you with your walk in Jesus, that's absolutely amazing. And it doesn't have to look the way we like it. That's what I want you guys to take away. Like, just because, you know, Dave and I see something that doesn't work for us, doesn't, as long as this church is theologically following the Bible on, you know, the things that really matter. Well, I mean, I guess you have to follow the Bible on everything, but <laughs> that came out wrong. As long as the church, you know, has those core beliefs and Jesus is the center, it doesn't matter what the church looks like. It doesn't matter if it's a large church. It doesn't matter if they have a fog machine. Like, we could argue about that all day, but it's not the end of the world if they do or don't. It doesn't matter if... I don't know. It just doesn't matter. Like, if you are loving Jesus and you're in a good community and you feel like your walk is being strengthened, like, good for you. Keep going there. Keep being strong and keep loving people. And, and stay away from cults. And stay away from cults. If they ask you to shave your head or if I ask you if you're brainwashed and you go, yes, he washed my brain. That's the problem. Get out. <laughs> he washed my brain that's clean. What they, that's what they say, though. There's, like, videos of people in cults and they're ah! like, uh, uh, yeah, I am brainwashed. He washed my brain. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Don't join cults and um, don't join the mother of God thing because that's not even a religion and it's really bad. Oh, man. Well, we love you guys. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on Stitcher um spotify apple podcast anywhere you find your podcast this is where you should subscribe to us comment review star us whatever you can to get the word out about classy bird talk also we wanted to thank our sponsors nika and howly water <laughs> both of those are not real sponsors i hope you figured that out but if you didn't <laughs> they're not <laughs> they're not real sponsors and we would also like to say, our guide is phony at the end. Oh, yeah. Guys, you need Don't to follow that not guide. Not do any of those things. Maybe we should have prefaced that at the beginning. <laughs> Someone's going to listen to this and they're going to be like, what? <laughs> what? That's how you be a Christian? I'm having me time. Get out. <laughs> well, it's been great. It's been real. It's been oh so fun. Make sure to find Nika and Scraps at Scrapadapple on the gram. Instagram. Follow me at Dave of Reno, also on the gram. And you can always subscribe to all of us at Classy Bird Vlogs on the YouTube. The YouTube. And thank you for listening. You, my friends, you stay classy. Tweet, tweet, tweetly deep. <laughs>